Welcome to this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial, number one video game podcast on Ball Stars. I'm one of your hosts this week, Bryant Bonos Daniels. And joining me across the universe on Skype is none other than Todd Richard Sherman Fortner. What's going on, man? People don't know how heavy it is, how you can push that intro out every week. Yeah, gotta get the energy. Yeah, ain't nothing much, man. That's... Right. Nah, very, you got it. You got it. You got it. And you got me with the ball stars. I'm going to explain a little bit of that. I, maybe, I thought it was all stars, but we were talking about I think about it maybe it is all stars, but ball stars is better. <laughs> Yeah, and you, yeah, so we just went with that. Um, shout out Richard Sherman. Shit. Nah, man, I'm doing good, though. I'm doing great. Man, I'm good to Space hear Space Jam came out. <laughs> Space Jam's you know out. We're doing good. Space Jam is Space Jam <sighs> is out. Anyway, I'm sorry. I got distracted. If this is your first time joining us, we're a video game show. <laughs> We talk about video games we've been playing, the news. Sometimes we do a roundtable. Sometimes we do a top seven. This week's pretty simple. We're just talking about uh, the games we've been playing in the news. Um, you know, if you want more of this show, go check it out at patreon.com backslash sttpod. <laughs> How about that? Like, Why would they want more? And let's never forget we talk about whatever the fuck we like. Shout that's out right. Booty is Bob. Shout out Dewey. Shout out Riley. Shout out Aaron. Shout out everybody in the tribe. Curtis, you, you were right about everything. We're going to talk about it a little bit more and, and what we've been playing. Um, but, man, what the fuck happened? Well, I know this is the regular show, but this is the beauty of our podcast. Yes. And I almost forgot. I, should, I meant to bring it up. What happened to the pod bean? The pod bean? What do you mean? Yeah, man. It makes it look as if only 250 people have listened to us. And I know that more than 250 people have listened to us. And... I don't know what we need to do to get this thing pumping again to bring some more juice back into the Trizive. iTunes but reviews. Shit up. All right, that's it. That's it. Leave us an iTunes review and a like. And I swear to God, we're doing it this time because we got money that we got money and we're going <laughs> to give away shit. We're gonna give it away. Yeah, and we still we still gotta give away the shit from the shit from the shit shit. Right? I know we're bad about that sometimes. I get it. I get it. Not this it's time pan- though. It's a post pandemic year. Yeah. We wanna see, but that's what we wouldn't fuck up. We didn't used to fuck up with shit like that. It was like clockwork. And then when we started fucking up with shit like that, it went from Tens of thousands of listens to in reverse to 250 people <laughs> listen to our show. But <laughs> all 250 of you motherfuckers, each and every one of you, from the bottom of my heart and my mind, I love you. I do. But I do. uh, And imagine this. Well, yeah, man. If all 250 of you left us an iTunes review, we'd be number one on the charts again. and Everybody be listening. We could grow the tribe. You know what? Do this. Leave us an iTunes review. Nah, it's not their fault, man. Yeah. For the doing? next eight weeks, you leave us an iTunes review. I got this. I got this. I'm going to keep track of this. This is my promise to you, Todd. I got this. For the next eight weeks, you leave us an iTunes review. Weekly, I will be giving away. Weekly, a $25 Amazon gift card. Weekly. Weekly. 
That's over eight weeks. I don't know what 25 times eight is. But at least... (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter, man. Money is... Listen, watch Margin Call. None of this shit matters. This is simulation anyway. This is a matter of principle. Weekly. I'm telling you. I feel like I need to get... like I went from going to rings to being like, do I get like... Do like do I get like Booty's Bob a, a stripper or something? And then I'm like I can't give Dewey a stripper. He's married. What what do? Uh, it will probably be more cost effective and ongoing profit like cash flow if I got him strippers as opposed to like jewelry that matched for us so we could look at it and memorize like it's from fucking La Familia. I, I promise we just need to go with your practical idea instead of my smoky idea and just give them gift cards. But I feel like we talk about this every week now. Let's give them gift cards. They deserve pinky rings. They deserve God pinky rings. Okay. But let's give them gift cards. Watch this time frame in case we need to cut this out. But this, like, we might not need to. I don't know. But maybe we, this is some shit that should have been on the Patreon. Like of my fucking <laughs> dementic rambling. The dement. I got you off on the Patreon. God bless. That's not what I meant. What I was trying to say is I got you off track on wow, the Patreon. I was going to let that go. Oh. I was going to let it go. We was gonna, and see, now the ball stars is fucked up. Joe. It's messed up now. Now we got to start all the way Now we got to start all the way over. Now, I messed you up on the Patreon, though, because I started talking about the finals and boxing. And, like, we started getting into the Kobe versus Michael argument. Like, I mean, that's what happens. Not Kobe. LeBron. Versus, good lord, can we just move oh, I on? Swear, I Kobe versus somebody. I was like, if I have to fucking hear that shit one more time, <laughs> I'm fucking. But when I we tell, yeah, now, nah, but that's how it goes on there. We tell that that's where a little Loki, little bit of Loki conversation went down. If you're fucking with the Lokis, you that's know right. I mean? Not surprisingly, you know, fuck with it immensely. Um, but that's what it, that's what it do. That's the weekly thing. That's how it goes. Uh, yeah, that's the truth iTunes reviews, we're gonna read that. Rob, I'm shouting you out. I'm not even looking at your fucking email. I don't even have that phone with me. I'm just I just felt the the power of <laughs> that's right. Of Rob, you need to I need to you know what I'm talking about. You know what? Let's um, let's do that. Here, I got that email. I got that email. Let me let me pull up the, the email from, from Rob. You were right to shout him out. He writes us and it's beautiful every single time. And, you know, the reality is, is that I need to read them out. All right. So here he goes. Here he goes. He says, thanks for the unowned shout out, but I'm glad, just glad you guys take the time to read them. Even if you preface each email with view with this motherfucker and congrats on you being PS5 certified. Getting a console in this generation was even more satisfying or relieving than with PS2, which I'm sure you guys remember. I do. I wanted to punch PlayStation right in its genitals until I was finally able to check out. But now I kind of appreciate the journey and the nostalgia that will surely come from it. Now we'll go back from whence I came, my mother's oopsies file, which is also coincidentally my father's that baby doesn't look like me file. Cheers. Bootyous proverb 9,568,241 saith, When the booty bends, so dust the penis bend to the cosmos, saluting her in all her glory. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. As usual, you know what I'm talking about? Listen here, man. The community that, that we have here, the strength in which we have 
that you know just built is just a beautiful thing and that right it there is. i mean come on man listen to these proverbs this is shaman shout out robert come on man that's a thousand man. a thousand blessings upon you and your family sir 100 percent, straight up 100 percent. all you motherfuckers is grand motherfuckers and so shall it be in fact do you want to just get into um what we've been playing i know you've been playing a lot you know what i'm saying yeah i've been i i'm not alive yeah i ain't been playing shit i've been getting me and my new girl I mean, I don't know how Sarah feels about the shit, but I mean that thick white bitch that I got right there in the front. Yeah, got intimate. I just I love her. I love her. I'm in love with. Her. And the sad, I I really I think it is more so. It kind of goes back to the preface of what Rob was saying. Some of it is the journey, and just it gave me a little bit more appreciation. It slowed some things down. I'm great. Now that I have it, I can be grateful. Like yeah. I would be still a little disappointed, but I was cool. Like part of it is journey. Like in now I got. I took the time. I got to set up. I had a long weekend, so I could get intimate and spend a little time on it. It's not. I didn't play a bunch of different shit, like new things. I didn't get Ratchet and Clank yet. I might get that this weekend. Um, yeah, I think I might so. even just get that off the strength. Um, so yeah, I'll probably get that this weekend. Um, but uh, I spent a lot of time just. <laughs> honestly, had to rebuild my character. See, this is the thing. This was fucked up about. Tencent and also the reason why I own like a little bit, a little sprinkling, like to watch what they do and how that money work with them. Yeah. Um they are the they are the greediest bitches in the world in a weird way. For sure. Some of it I give it a, like a reason for like technical reasons, and I'm grateful that they did like both systems. I know how this is every time they they come out with a new system. It's always weird. And I think they did a reasonably good job um holding it down with for the two K fans, even though they rape your pocket and it's horrible. Like I spent all this time with my PS4 Pro Larry June character, which you can see a clip of on a YouTube channel that we neglect on purpose so that we cannot be censored and or stripped of all our content immediately from the whim or a fart of a damn YouTube executive. So I put dumb shit on there and purposely get copyright strikes. But uh, I think the last episode, like they let it go because like uh, it was fine after a while. It did, they just pinned it so. But yeah, I spent time. If you want to see that character, it's Larry June. That's my PS4 Pro. Now, I rebuilt a new character, and he's very similar to Larry June, but I made Primo Rice. Nice. P-R-E-M-O, last name R-I-C-E. You can look him up. So, Primo look those Rice. people up. But anyway, I'm <laughs> right, and, and I did give him a Chinese face. And he is really going to be a probably a favorite player that I have made. Um... But I'm and I may put some uh some gameplay up. But I really plan on putting some gameplay up with him. But since I got to get some memory and shit, it's a new PS5. I got to get a, some external memory. Get my you know I'll just get Share Factory or whatever. But the fact that I couldn't transfer that character over, my VC barely transferred over, and I had to spend additional money and go through some other shit just to build up a character that motherfuckers I was going to be pro- I thought other people were toxic, but I was apparently the toxic person. <laughs> With uh and play that sucked, but that just showed like how much I enjoyed like the little um the little things about the PS5 that yeah. make life a little bit easier. Just low times where obviously, like you said, that's the first noticeable thing. Even on a game like that, I could do a direct comparison because I'm playing both. Um, or I've been back. I just got off for of one, so yeah, like that alone saves a lot of time. Just trying to build up a character without load screens. 
Um, but what was noticeably different for me was like when it really hit. I got to shout out Curtis because like 2K is what it was. Like that's it. Just, that's the game itself. That me, it, I was just appreciating the machine getting me through the game. But the game that I could tell the difference the most on immediately was was Spider Man. Yeah, just like a lot of people say, you know what I'm saying. Like swinging through the city is Miles Morales. Miles Morales on a PS5 uh, versus PS4. That's that's two totally fucking different things you talk about. Um, and I fully get that now. Getting the feeling, you know, with the controller, I love that that motherfucker. And I just continue to see myself spending a good bit of time with just fucking with it on the daily, like. I was with my pro. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and of course, I played all. The, I just did the rundown, man. I went back on Ghost of Tsushima to see what that looked like. Uh, Mass Effect, I did go back on that one a little bit, but I still hadn't finished that game. She, Sarah, still running through that. Um, that's pretty much it, man. I know you don't, you were the one this week that had a lot of games, and I know we we brought up the the Steam deck thing that you yeah. I know you're excited to talk about yeah we're um, gonna talk about that yeah like news. yeah but like I hadn't even uh, since I got the five I basically spent days and days in a row just feeling getting a feeling of that in my hands <laughs> I didn't even open the, I don't even think I opened up my gaming laptop at all bro I don't I don't blame I don't you at all I got on the gaming laptop for sure this week I was more monster hunter stories too I wanted to get on co-op with Bob but, um, you know, I never got that chance to. I should have, but some things got in the way, so it was mostly gaming by myself. Um, that game still impresses me. That, you know, the the graphics, the effects, the battle animations, all of that. Like, you know, the story so far is pretty interesting. Bob's playing it a lot more than I am, and I can't wait to get his perspective on it overall. Um, I still, like, I, fi- I finally ran into, like, my first challenging fight, and it's turn-based. Um, so that was kind of interesting. It was Anjanath, which is the T-Rex looking thing from Monster Hunter. It's kind of like the first boss fight, if you will. And, you know, that was pretty, I was surprised about how challenging that fight specifically was. It wasn't crazy, but it was enough to make me pay attention a little bit more than just mashing my way through the attacks. Um, like some turn-based kind of turn into, uh, the attacking animation still gorgeous, I like very much like that Zelda-esque like Skywalker, good lord, Wind Waker feel. (laughs) Skywaker. But I really like the feel of that, man. That was really cool. Um, You know, so far, though, I'm really enjoying my time with it. I'm going to play some more tonight. Uh, Probably after we get off of here, I'm going to catch me a quick nap um, at 7.30 at night because I'm an old man. Um, and then I'm going to eat some dinner and finally relax because I've been out all day and it's hot in Texas. And the older I get, the hotter it is outside, the more tired I am by the time I get home. Um, had a badass burger at lunch though, bro. I got to tell you about that place later. It's definitely worth it. Uh, the second thing, I'll get into the other thing I've been playing here in a minute because the other thing I spent a lot more time with. But I did, Todd, I got the backbone. The backbone for the iPhone. So the Backbone is a plug-in controller that basically turns your iPhone into a Switch. I dropped a little cash on it, but I had some rewards points and stuff, so it didn't cost me that much. This thing is freaking interesting, bro. This thing is interesting. Um, So this Backbone is really kind of fascinating. What it does is 
it has a lightning port on it and it plugs into the bottom of your iPhone on one side and then it clips to the other and it locks your iPhone in place on this like Xbox like thing. They have one for Android too. Um, and then you install the app and the app has its own interface and it tells you what games you can play that are controller supported. Um, and it also like it walks you through how to like stream PS5 and stream Xbox to your phone if that's what you want to do. Or you can go into the Xbox cloud and play games there that are available to play. Um, I tried a couple of games in the cloud because I wanted to see what it was like. Because you remember we talked a little bit about Stadia. And I talked about my experience on with Stadia a little bit. And how it was kind of choppy. It wasn't really for right, me. Right. So I wanted to give this a shot. Especially because I wasn't doing cloud on the PC. I was doing cloud on my phone, which was connected to my Wi-Fi. Overall quality was pretty good, man. Like, I could see this, like, if you're sitting around at, like, a family's place and you get on their Wi-Fi and you just want to play, like, a couple of rounds or something, it's not bad. Like, I found that pretty interesting. I played uh, Halo Master Chief Collection. I played through a couple of levels of that, and that was real solid. The one that shocked me, though, the one that really got me was I pulled up Outriders. And I was playing that, and I was like, let's see how it handles Outriders. Um, I got really into it, man. I straight I played it for an hour and a half on my phone. And I was kind of impressed by the fact that that was even, like, an option to a degree. And then I realized what kind of crazy world it was where I was streaming a triple-A game like Outriders, which is high action, really fast-paced, a lot of camera movement, to my iPhone with a controller that was plugged into my iPhone. And it worked extremely well. And here's the thing. I never bought one of those clips that you could put on like an Xbox controller and Bluetooth your controller to your iPhone because I didn't just want to stare at my iPhone. But as soon as I plugged in the controller around it, it was more like just a smaller version of the Switch. And I was really impressed with the quality of it. There were drops in quality. And there was a couple of moments in Outriders when the action got too heavy and you could feel the lag. And then all of a sudden the camera would jerk around in response to all my movements. But I was a little bit shocked about how just quickly it caught up with itself. And, you know, how much better of an experience I had than on Stadia. Like I played on Stadia on my PC that was directly wired into my network. And this was on my iPhone playing over Wi-Fi. Um, I also tried a little bit of a local, like I, I went ahead and signed up for that free trial for Apple Arcade because I wanted to see what it was like with local games. So I tried Genshin Impact, which, you know, that's kind of one of my go-to tests. Like I got to try it out with this. Bro, smooth, beautiful, works amazing. Local games, like all the stuff they're coming out with for Apple Arcade. Like if you sign up for Apple Arcade, they got that Samurai Jack Battle Through Time, which I talked about last year. That's free on the iPhone. And plugging it in with the controller, it works just like it did when I was playing it on Steam, bro. Like it's it's like a good go-to if I'm like stuck at a family's house or someplace I don't want to be. Like, and I have the backbone with me because it's little and you can just plug it in and just start playing it. And I thought that was really neat. And it's got pass-through charging on the right controller. So you can just plug in your lightning port there and it'll charge your phone while you're playing. Your your phone does get hot while playing with this thing, but it was pretty cool. Like, I thought that was a neat... It's a neat little toy, man. Like, I'm going to use it. Like, especially if I don't feel like playing on the computer or like playing... You know what I mean? 
Like if I don't feel like picking up a controller and I'm just sitting in the living room, like this is something I will use. So, you know, it's worth it if you game a lot or if like you even use your phone a lot to game um, and you got games with the touch controls on the screen, this thing is worth the hundred bucks. Like, you know, it's a solid controller. That's what I want to tell other people too. The tactile response, the joysticks, the buttons, like it, they put some quality work into this thing, Todd. Like I a hundred percent would support this product. It's a little hefty in price, but if you game a lot on there, like, you know, they could be worth your investment. So that's what I'm going to say. Would a rich prince of Zimbabwe appreciate this? Yes, a rich prince of Zimbabwe would appreciate this. But I'm just saying it's like if you want to fuck around with the cloud and your Wi-Fi, like that's the other key factor. I will say this. Your Wi-Fi better be up to speed. Like I noticed the drops in quality when the Wi-Fi dropped on my phone. Like I did notice. Now, when I put it on my network, like my AT&T network, I noticed immediately like it was perfect. Like playing, but I ain't trying to waste my data. If you feel me, like I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to over cap my data here, but you know, I mean, overall, I thought it was like kind of a fun experience. I'll definitely play with it, but I'm probably going to stick to more like local games just cause the cloud stuff, it was fast. It was neat. It was interesting, but you can still feel the technology hasn't caught all the way the hell up with it. Like it's still, even if it's Microsoft, they're still trying to catch up a little bit here. So the technology is almost there, and I feel like in maybe a year, it's going to be damn near perfect. But right now, you could definitely feel like there's some graininess to it when the quality drops. There's some lagginess to it. It's not nearly as good as just playing Master Chief Collection on my Xbox Direct or my computer Direct. Um, so that was that. The last thing I was playing this week is this game called Wildermyth. I want to touch on this. Oh, I did try Dark Alliance as well with the Games Pass in the cloud. I mean, it's still a crappy game, but you know, overall, it, it worked well with the cloud. Um, but the last game I've been playing called Wildermyth, because I wanted to bring up Dark Alliance, because you said something. You said, you know, why can't they just get D&D right on PC, like on a video game, right? Like, it just feels like they can't ever get it perfect. Dark Wildermyth is the closest I've ever well, come. I said, yeah, I said, I actually said, I actually said, I never got into D and D, and like I wanted to take a chance of fucking with it. So I was just appreciating anything about the lore, and yeah. they had got shit on so bad that I was just grateful that like it was a functional game. But right. like, after sitting on it, I was like, well, like now I, that I did go back and check some reviews because I don't know enough about D and D. And the people that do were like shitting on it a little bit, or at least I think I think I paid attention to like six minutes of Angry Joe, and he yeah. was talking about it, and I was like, ah, maybe I should have, maybe I spoke out of place that I, being that I don't know anything about well, D&D. but I know you do though. See, that's the thing. Yeah, and you know, with 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 that game itself, it's just your generic action RPG game. Like that's what it is. It's right, just with D and D characters and stuff, and. I find it interesting they put it in that world, but it felt very much like Neverwinter to me. So that's where I kind of like. That we, yeah, we talked about yeah. That's where I kind of like people who shit on it. It's just like they, they're also the same people who don't shit on Neverwinter. And Neverwinter feels very much like this game. So, like, eh, like, that's kind of. Is it a shit game? Sure. 
should it be shit on from the perspective of D&D? Probably not. I mean, if you like Neverwinter, I'm, I like Neverwinter. It's one of those games where it's like, it's crappy, but I enjoy playing it. Like, that's really yeah, what like, it is. I know a lot of people that, that'll have like a, a little, a, at least a run on a Neverwinter. And I feel right. you on that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But what I was going to yeah. say is Wildermyth is the closest I've ever come to an actual D&D experience on a computer. Wildermyth, I spent so much time with this game, Todd. I spent so much time playing this game this week. So what it is, is it's a little indie RPG game where you're playing through multi-generations of characters and storyline. And the storyline's all connected together, and you can carry over one or two characters to your next chapter. But as you play through the chapter, your characters age, you get better tactics, you get better equipment, stuff like that, and you face off against more dangerous beasts. Um, the thing that I like about this is it's got a storybook element to it. So the way they tell the story is very much like you're reading from like an old fairy tale or an old storybook. The other thing I like it is you're left with choices because there's two kind of modes to this game. There's the mode where you're on the main map and you can select what you want to do. Do I want to go back to town and recruit more heroes? Do I want to go explore this unknown wood and see what's out there? Do I want to go fortify a fortress in this territory I've already conquered um, and taken away from... They're called Gorgons, which are the enemy names. I've taken the, away from the Gorgons. Do I want to go ahead and fortify this and build defensive defenses? Because there's also a deck building element to it, which I find interesting with the monsters. Because every so many cycles, they'll add new monsters to the deck and you can spend hero points... To, or legacy points is what they're called, to block those monsters from being added to the combat deck. Or you can spend not spend those legacy points, and you can spend those legacy points recruiting heroes. So you have the option there. Because as you go along in the game, you're going to need more heroes to face off against. And then every like longer cycle, you have an invasion of these monsters where you have to stop them in their tracks before they get to the main town. Otherwise, your story is over. Um, the second element to this is the actual combat itself. So when you explore a territory, you have to face into combat before you can rid the monsters of that territory. And the way the combat is set up, it's very much like a D&D slash XCOM feel, bro. Like it depends on your character placement, your movement. You get two actions a turn and you've got different abilities you can use. Like I had one dude who turned into a wolf because... You know, he heard some god talking to him, and I said, go ahead and listen to the god because you had two options, and he turned into a half-wolf, half-man, and I thought that was badass. Um, you got wizard casting spells, like, and the wizard casting spells is fascinating because what you actually do is you imbued your power into the objects on the map, and then they have things that they can do. So, like, I can imbued myself into, like, fireplace right and then i can ignite the fire and then i can steal the fire and launch it at one of the gorgons or i can like imbued myself into like a wooden barrel and i can blow it up and like splinters will fly out and damage the gorgons around it um you know it's it's by far it's got an incredible art style it's got so much character to it so much personality and it's got permadeath which so if your character dies that's part of the game and the thing about permadeath is when they die in wildermyth you can gain uh, legacy points if you build a memorial to that person but it takes time 
And as time ticks forward, you lose resources or you gain resources and more beasts come along. It is by far one of the most complex, simple. It's like one of the most simple, complex games I've ever played. And it's f so much fun. It's so enjoyable. It's challenging and it can be very frustrating at times. But it, it's it's right now in my top seven of the year. Like, oh, it took about five or six hours to get through chapter one. But like, it is by far on my top seven of the year so far. It's a it, lot it of fun. It does remind me. I did play Scarlet. Backtrack. My yes. fault. Far forget. Scarlet next to start to play. But yes, I'm glad that you brought that up. I also wanted to ask you about um, did you did you ever play uh, what is it a divinity the original original sin? Divinity, oh yeah, divinity, original sin two. Oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. What would you compare that game to? Divinity original sin two feels very much like the old school isometric RPGs of like Baldur's Gate. Like it's got kind of a similar feel to it. Like they're okay. they're great games. Sense. They're great games. They are fantastic games. But this game, like, it, it's just what like I got a little bit lost. I'm not gonna lie. When you start talking that high falutin game and shit, no worries, I had no bro. idea what you're talking about. Started to get like, is it? A, it was it a card game? I started to think about Gwent and and The Witcher, <laughs> no, and whole no. other shit. Now keep in mind, you know. Um, but uh, like, what is this a PC game? What were you playing it on again? Yeah, I was playing it on PC. I was playing it on PC. Wilder, oh, were you playing on a new laptop? I was, even though you you could you could probably run this thing on a pickle. Like it's it's not very overbearing. Um, for <laughs> that's cheating. It's yes. That didn't work. That didn't work. That one didn't work. No, I kind of like that one though. But Wildermyth, though, is there's a card-building element to it, but you never use the cards, is what I'm saying. So there's a deck of monsters that you're fighting against, but those monsters, like, as you're playing through, they get stacked into different categories. And some of those categories, like, it could be your final boss for that chapter. Um, or it could be, like, you could spend legacy points to prevent them from ever coming into play. So they just go away. And as you're going through these cycles, these monsters become more powerful. So there's like almost this time element because you're trying to clear portions of the map of them. And if you take too long clearing portions of the map, they become more powerful after a couple of rounds and they become more dangerous. And you've got options to like patrol territory so you can reduce the power in the territory if you want to. Um, I mean, it's such a good and you can you can build new weapons and resources and recruit new heroes and you know that's the thing though is just like I, there was a couple of battles in this one Todd that I restarted I was like I save scrummed it because I was just like I was pissed at the late like I took the wrong direction on it like I didn't use the right tac tactics now we'll say this the only complaint I could possibly have is that it feels like the long-range fighters, the weapons, the the bow and arrow people, it feels like they're a little broken. It feels like using them is kind of the way to go, if that makes sense. Because, like, getting up close right. in person with someone... Meta. Yeah, like, it, there's a little balancing issue. The only thing I was ever using my melee guys for was, like, you can put them on Overwatch so that if a monster comes into their square or next to their square, they immediately attack them. But, like, my one girl who is a long-range archer, like, she's boosted, like, beyond belief. 
So she has these dodges on her, and as soon as she dodges, she immediately counterattacks. So if a monster tries to attack her, she counterattacks immediately and just does like massive points of damage to them. She's a she's a beast, bro. She's a long range beast. But it's it's a great game. It is a fantastic game. Like it's almost like these little indie games that come out and they just blow my mind, like Wildermyth, or like earlier this year, Loop Hero. Like, I played so much freaking loop here, it was stupid. And that game was so much fun. Um, I only beat, like, I think two loops on it. But I kind of want to go back to that one. It was a great game. Uh, but that's what I've been playing this week, man. That's all I got for that. You want to get in some of the news? Yeah, Scarlet Nexus is going to be in my top seven so far. That's why I'm Hell yeah. Hell I am. Yeah. It took, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got to, yeah. I need to get back on I'm that. Pretty one. much done with that. At least the first. Pretty much done with the first run through on it. With the first storyline, I'm pretty much done with it. You going back uh, to the second yeah, one? Like the combat is. Yeah, I'm a, like I, it's gonna be like that's that's my bedroom game now. It's the the, the, I, the only reason why I haven't finished it is because I literally have been being intimate with my PlayStation Five. Not like that, like you know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Kind of like that. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Like I love that motherfucker like close to me. I could talk talk to the microphone. Like I caught up with my cousin and shit. It was dope. So yeah, man, I would that's pretty much it, man. We can get into the news going and get these people some of their time back on this wonderful day. On this beautiful day that we are born alive yes. with arms and legs working. And if not, if you don't have arms and legs, you are also welcome. Um hundred percent. You know, and we appreciate you. We appreciate your contributions to society. I saw half a man on TikTok. He was badass. Uh, real shit though. Real, no, real shit. All like, the he, likes he, he's All happy, the side, man. Fucking people, man. Yeah, man. But I'm just saying, you know, this is good to be grateful to be doing this thing again, bro. Hell yeah, yeah. So first piece of news, we'll get to the Steam Deck here in a minute. News, news, news. Theme. Channel Four News with five-time Emmy Award-winning anchor Ron Burgundy, Cham Kynes Sports. Hamlin Weather. And your reporter in the field, Brian Fantana. It's Channel 4 News at 6 o'clock. We'll get to the Steam Deck here in a minute. No worries. So first piece of news, Psychonauts 2 coming out soon. It's going to feature an invincibility toggle. According to the developers, as all people should be able to enjoy games. Hey, man, that's fair. Psychonauts, the first one, was hard as shit. Um, you know, if you want to put on that invincibility toggle and be a pussy, go ahead. Nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Nah, that's cool, man. Like, I don't care. I don't care about difficulty levels. If you want to enjoy the game, enjoy the game. However you choose to interact with it, if Cheats, you enjoy Cheat codes are cool. That, that's what I said, Cheat bro. Cheat codes are cool. I grew they, up. They, they work in real life. I grew up in the land of Game Shark. It's just reality. Game Sharks were everywhere. Real life has been working for thousands of years. <laughs> Bro, yeah, and that's I, dope. I was jealous of people who had the Game Shark because I wanted one. I wanted to be the invincible Mario, bro. Alright, next piece of news. Uh, Forza Horizon 4, 5. Forza Horizon 5, which I can't wait for will feature ray tracing for audio. They're going to use ray tracing for audio in Forza Horizon 5. So, 
It does. They said, they got a question. They said, does ray tracing affect anything audio-wise as well as visual? And they said, yeah, it does. So we've taken ray tracing. We're using it throughout the world. So we're actually sending out ray traces to detect walls, buildings, and ceilings. So it's acting like an echolocation. Um, just in case some of you are aware, Microsoft calls audio ray tracing project acoustics. And here's the technical explanation of it. Isn't, that the, name of that, uh, isn't that the name of that Sega game, Echo? With the Dolphin? Yeah, Echo the Dolphin. Still that Sega game back in the gap? Hell yeah, that was a great game, man. That was shit. So here, I remember renting that with my homeboy on a sleepover. Man, it was good. It was, the weird, it was weird, but it was good. It was good. Uh, here's, yeah, here's the yeah, explanation ahead, from... No worries. It says, Project Acoustics is a wave acoustics engine for 3D experiences. and models wave effect like occlusion, obstruction, portaling, and reverbera reverberation effects in complex scenes without requiring manual zone markups or CPU intensive ray tracing. It includes game engine and audio middleware integration. So it's basically echolocation using algorithms and ray trace. I'm, that's fascinating to me. That is absolutely. So look for the new audio design coming out because that's going to be cool. No more just left right channels. There's channels all around your head. It's 360 channels. Get high as a bitch and play those games and it's going to be great. Resident Evil 12. Man, that reminds me as I get high. Thank you, darling for rolling that beautiful, sweet nectar of medicine that's needed in a post-pandemic world. That's a great story, but it reminds me of the Bo um, Burnham comedian special. On oh, Netflix yeah, Inside? Because there's a weird there's a weird skit. In Did you see it? Did you watch it? No, nah, I haven't watched it yet. I like Bo Burnham, but uh, uh, I, I don't know who this motherfucker was. I was not expecting to get through that shit, but it gave me life. And there's a... <laughs> Like it literally, like there's no reason why I should like this yeah. skit. If you, I'm not. This is not a suggestion for anybody else. This just randomly came up. But there's like a special like scene in that whole thing where he was talking about dolphins, and you were talking about echolocation. I thought about the echo thing. I was like, damn. Uh, I didn't realize that that dolphins used to be on Earth, and it brought me back to the Bo Burnham thing. I think I just wanted to bring that up because you were talking about getting high and all this is happening now. Um, and the dolphins, dolphins used to be on earth i guess because they're mammals and they're supposed to be smarter than humans and that's crazy to me because i always thought it was weird that we were playing uh echo as a kid as a dolphin it felt strange and watching bo burnham explain to me why that felt strange i think i need to watch that special i've heard good things i've heard good things i watched a lot of his comedy i had no idea who this motherfucker was i watched it because i was looking to shit on it and i ended up watching the whole thing and I was like laughing, you know what I mean? But it wasn't just because of the laughing. It was, it was like, I've been looking for comedy to come out of this whole situation. And it was, to me, represented some comedy that's coming out of the situation. So I think I'm giving like credit, and we just put this in the news, fuck it, because it's kind of news. Like, I'm giving credit and, and a bump to anything like comedic that I feel like is artistic coming out of this thing like it's definitely not my normal style of of comedian and what i thought i was going to enjoy he literally sings the entire fucking thing which i was like this is not me but i literally it gave me life akin to the film soul which was weird my favorite lyrics from it are 
Come on, Jeffrey, you can do it. Pave the way, put your back into it. Tell us why, show us how. Look at where you come from, look at you now. Zuckerberg and Gates and Buffett. Amateurs can fucking suck it. Fuck their wives, drink their blood. Come on, Jeff, get them. <laughs> Jeffrey Bezos. That shit right there, bro. You got, and you, bro, and you gotta, when you watch it, it's fucking, it's pretty, like, We've been doing this show for a minute. You know me. We know each other. We're, yeah. we, you know, we la familia. But yeah, um, the sound, the echo for something that ties in as well. So yeah, it does. That's that. I'm sorry. No worries. There you go. All right. Next piece of news. Microsoft does not force its studios to develop sequels for their games. They are not forcing studios. Matt Booty. From Microsoft explains the freedom of their studios to choose and not forcing them to make sequels to the games. Good for you, Mr. Booty. Good for you. You have the my, you have my favorite last name in the universe, Mr. Booty. I feel like if we were in a meeting and a, you were we were talking across the table, I'd just call you Mr. Booty all the time because it'd be funny. And he'd probably just make me call him Matt and I'd be disappointed in myself. Uh, next piece of news: Last of Us Part Two price is permanently dropped to thirty nine ninety nine. Thirty nine ninety nine. Well, that's good. Good for you, Last of Us Part Two. Uh, gonna move on from that overrated game. Uh, Ghost. I'm buff. <laughs> I'm buff. I'm better than you. Better than you. I always I'm stronger think about too. <laughs> I always think about that song and then that weird ass sex scene that's forever scarred me forever scarred me uh next piece of news Ghostwire Tokyo Ghostwire Tokyo the one I know me and you both were kind of looking forward to they have delayed it to early 2022 they said we've made the decision to delay the launch of Ghostwire Tokyo to early 2022 we want to get the game in your hands as soon as possible as you can experience the unforgettable version of a haunted Tokyo that we've hard, worked hard at building. At the same time, we're also focused on protecting the health of everyone at Tango. Our new release window will give us time to bring the world of Ghostwire to life as we've always envisioned it. Thank you for being patient. Please don't pull a Cyberpunk! Cyberpunk 2077. That's all I'm thinking. Cyberpunk That's all I can think. Cyber- don't sue me. Don't sue me. That's Employees hard. are winning civil suits. Employees are winning civil suits <laughs> post pandemic. Don't cyberpunk twenty seventy seven to me. <laughs> like so many people have killed themselves. <laughs> like, that is oh oh oh. Here we go. Next piece of news. Moving on from that one. PlayStation Store games under fifteen dollars and add on sale is live. They got a lot of stuff. Age of Wonders, ten bucks. Assassin's Creed Origins Odyssey, twelve forty nine. City Skyline add-ons, collectors packs. Conan Exiles, bunch of packs on there. Dead by Daylight, bunch of packs. Devil May Cry. You can get the special edition for Devil May Cry Four. Uh, it looks like it's an add-on. It's for a buck, dollar four, something like that. Man, it's, I mean, hey, if you like a bunch of add-ons, go check it out. Go check it out. Um, Xbox Live logo has been replaced. Xbox Live logo has been replaced on the Microsoft Store, so they're rebranding a little bit. 
Um, next piece of news, Titanfall. There's only one to two people left at Respawn to work on the franchise. Everybody else is assigned to Apex Legends. Who would have thunk it? It's your biggest hit. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? Like Everybody's going to be assigned to work on Apex Legends. That's that's their, like, that's the money maker, bro. It's the money maker. Is Fortnite dead yet? Look, Titans. I don't think it'll ever die. It's Fort- I think there's a group of people that's that their brains have been like melded around that game. I don't. I think they're still making a god load of money off of that shit. I think that's like they asking gotta be. Grand Theft Auto Five is dead. They got it. Yeah, GTA Five is not gonna die. Everybody plays GTA Online. Uh, yeah, it's still it's still going. They have. Fortnite trackers going on right now. Talk about the most powerful players in Fortnite. Good lord, that game is still popular. They got an inflatable, apparently. So, I don't understand And it is the motherfucking chips that they putting in the motherfucking vaccines. That's that what it is. starting to control the children's brains. So stupid. It's happening. Message. Message. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just joking for all the people that's getting vaccines. I need one. I'm trying I need to see one. I just don't if like there's needles. That's why I don't do heroin. Silly. <laughs> don't do heroin. Ugh. Needles for drugs? Ugh. You know what I'm talking Ugh. about? <laughs> Next piece of news Ow, before we get into a, the... That seems like a lot. Next piece of news before we get into the Battlefield 2042, or before we get into the Steam Deck. The next piece of news is Battlefield 2042. Battlefield 2042 cannot be played offline, even with bots. No Sea Warfare confirmed, so it's another online-only game. We got a lot of those. I don't think people should be shocked. Um, uh, last piece of news before we get to the Steam Deck, I thought we were going to do that. But apparently, the Steam Deck reservations have officially sold out. The Steam Deck reservations have sold out. Um, I got mine surprise, earlier. Surprise, surprise, motherfuckers. Surprise, surprise. Congratulations. Man, thank you. I got mine, I got mine earlier. So, I'm excited. That one's gone. That one's, that one's done. I bought my, I got my email and my receipt. It's immediately in the top sellers list. I just checked it out. But so let's talk about the Steam Deck for a minute as we wrap up this 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 chaotic Friday show that we've got going on here. So the Steam Deck, Steam announces kind of they they've been talking about how they've been developing this, but didn't they just announce this thing like a day or two ago? Like they've been talking about it though, you know that. Yeah, they've been talking they've been about talking it for about a while. this for quite some time, but they did kind of do a genius drop job, I think, right. in a way of like dropping it as a surprise. And you already just stated it; it's already gone. Like it's a fucking shortage still of fucking chips. Period. Like my car is worth way more than it was three months ago, which is you know what I'm saying. So uh, I'm glad you went ahead and secured the bag, sir. I really wasn't tripping about getting this because. I feel like for me right now, like I've got my, my setup just right, at least for the next God willing, knock on wood, like at least give me two, three years out of this. Yeah. I'm not interested in a new switch. I'm Steam, I'll, I'll let y'all live with that. Like I rarely play my switch enough. And I got my Xbox shit covered with my gaming laptop. 
the five was like the last little piece to the puzzle right now. But it was kind of dope how they ghost dropped that motherfucker. And I am interested to see it. Um, and then maybe if they restock it when it's closer to the holidays or when, it, when is the release date on it? So, according to the website, I'm looking at it right now. According to the website, they're going to start shipping in December of 2021. Um, you can still reserve them, but it looks like they're not going to be back in stock until Q2 of 2022, from what I'm reading. Right. So, right, right, right. the reservations, right, they're going to basically send you an email that just says, hey, it looks like your reservation is ready. Because it was only $5 to reserve it. Um, so it was $5 to reserve. I guess what you're paying for is a spot in line, right? So you're paying for a spot in line to get one of the first ones that launches. Um, yeah, here it is. Thank you for your purchase. Your Steam Deck 25, it's reserved. Once inventory is available, you receive an email and order the order your reservation was made, the email will contain details for how to complete your purchase. So you paid $5 for the reservation. All the reservations are now gone. So they're, you can't get them anymore until 2022. So I'm interested to see how it works, but they got three versions of it. Let's talk a little bit about this. You got the $399 version of it, right? 64 gigabytes of memory comes with a carrier case. You have a $529 version of it that actually comes with 256 gigs of memory. This is the one I got. It comes with a solid-state drive, a carrying case, and you get a community profile bundle. I could have gotten the 649 one. That's 512 gigs. Um, it's got the anti-glare etched glass carrying case, community profile bundle, and a virtual keyboard theme. But I was like, ah, let's be honest. I'm not going to take this fucker to a park and play it. I don't need the glass and I don't need the virtual keyboard. Like, that's just... I'm not going to sit in a park outside and play it. But the specs on this sucker look Why incredible. Not? Why not? I play Why games inside. If I go to a park, it's to be outside. That's what I want. Um, so the layout of this thing, Todd, it's got a D-pad. It's got view and options buttons. It's got a left and right thumbstick. It's got a microphone built in, seven inch touchscreen, two track pads for playing games that involve mouse and clicking, a left and right speaker, quick access button, a Steam button that'll take you right to your Steam menu, L2, L2, it's got both right and left triggers on it, power button, type C port, fan, headphone jacks, volume. It's got micro SD slots on the back and it's got L5, L4, R4, and R5 buttons. So you can map additional buttons on the back if you want. For the processor, it's got an AMD APU. CPU is the Zen 2. Um, GPU is the 8 RDNA. Um, APU power is going to be 4 to 15 watts. 16 gigabytes of RAM. Uh, 256 gigabyte SSD. And all models include the high-speed micro uh, SD card slot. So I'm kind of, I don't know, man. It's this thing is this thing could be dangerous, man, for kind of the think about like the hybrid between people who want to take the computer to the couch like I do every day. But I don't want to have to sit there with the laptop open. I just want to play on a handheld. I don't know. What are your thoughts on this thing? 
I think I unfortunately, I honestly don't even go to my Steam library on my gaming laptop enough yep. right now. To be really frank with you, I spend a lot of my. I've been finding myself gravitating more towards uh, Games Pass naturally because I pay for that every month. And um, right, yeah, I don't. I mean, I think it's really dope though. Like, I think it's super dope. I always did find it interesting. I think the execution on what Valve has done with the handheld is better than I would have expected. I'm interested in it, but I think uh, especially what I just went through getting a PS5, like, I kind of yeah. came in grips with, like, a new reality of, like, weirdness where it's just, like, you, you really kind of got a Hunger Games damn near pick your shots or if that's what you want to go, go all out. Fuck it. It'll it'll be worth something. Um, I'm interested. I'm, again, like, I'm really, I'm just glad you got your shit locked in, and I can't, well, that's the beauty of this thing, like, uh, a Hydra monster, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I can't wait for you to get it. I feel like, I feel like that's why, like, you were excited about getting it. You know what I mean? But like, I'm not going trip. I'm not pre-ordering a new Switch. Um, I'll see what's going on in December if maybe I want to pre-order uh, or reserve this system. Um, that kind of works out. That takes a little pressure off, honestly. Um. But yeah, I, I think it's interesting. I think it looks really good. I, I think the this is not a dual system though. This is a complete like computer in your hand, right? That's it's all this like is. I yeah. Can, I mean, I can't play. I, that's what that is, right? So like, that's the thing. Like, there's a niche, not even niche. There's a practical aspect of a switch that kind of nails something for me, where I honestly, you know, almost could wait for a a new real souped up version of what Nintendo does, damn near. Right. Um, depending on how far out that is. Honestly. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I don't know. Like I need to look into it more. You looked into it. I think it is really interesting. I think it's super futuristic. That's what like, I'm kind of super dope. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think it's super futuristic. I think it might be a little bit ahead of the time right now, and the, the chip shortage is kind of fucking a lot of things that would be generally early adopters is forcing people like me like and others maybe to be like a little bit more is like a forceful frugal yeah well and you know i think this is kind of like if you don't have a gaming laptop and you wanted to get into it as far as just like gaming on a pc as steam and seeing what all the hype is about this would be a good way to do it because it's i mean it's half the fucking cost of a normal like like a decent gaming laptop you know what i mean like 500 bucks versus right. and you can even get it for 400 dollars if you just want to expand with micro sd cards like that's a pretty decent that deal. That I wouldn't want to do. No, no, no. I mean, I wouldn't want to. I went with the. I'd rather have the built-in solid state I mean, drive. I was reading a comment on uh, the the Facebook page, and I think it was uh, Riley who said it. If I'm if I'm saying wrong, forgive me. But he brought up the so Adam. One of them it was a conversation between him too. We brought up like bringing up if I'm able to play Age of Empires on this. I'm so. And I thought about it. I'm like, yeah. that's like a perfect game, and that would be something I would play in a park, <laughs> like, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like that would that would maybe I can't bring my laptop in certain environments where I would bring it. But I come back to like for me personally, right now, where I am in my life and where I do my general gaming and how it's just you know it fits into my life. You know what I'm saying? I don't even get a chance to like. I still love my. I still literally love my Switch, and I rarely get a chance to touch it. I still. I never finished Immortal Phoenix Rise. Rising, Great and that game. game is dope and perfect for them Switch. 
Um, but I was so caught up every day listen, watching goddamn PS5 restocks and that became a game and a whole bunch of other shit became a game. So it's like, um, like, I, I, like if you wouldn't have already read off that it was already sold out, I might have looked into it, but it instantly, like, I instantly was just like, oh, okay, well, I'll just peep the scene. I'm not even really tripping about it. There's no reason to stress about things I can't control. But I'm excited to right. see you about it. It does look dope. I'm looking forward to looking more into it. And it actually inspires me to dig back into my actual Steam library uh, myself. But that's pretty much well, how I feel. And, you know, for me, it's kind of perfect because my library is filled with games I haven't even played. You know? Like, I've got 335 games in my Steam library. Like, that's kind of perfect to go through. And it's like, if I want to fuck with something like... You know, uh, The Baird's Tale. Like, I haven't played that. Or I want to play Baldur's Gate on the go. Or if I wanted to play, like, Battle Chasers Night War, which I haven't played. Um, or The Call of Cthulhu, which for some reason I have on here, which was free. Um, all the Legacy of Kane games, you know what I mean? Like, it just gives me that option. It's, uh, it's a little interesting, dude. I can't wait to get it, though. It'll be interesting to give you all my review of it when it does come in. Um, let's try to score a free one. Free one. We want to know what you think, though. Let us know your thoughts on the the Steam Deck and that. Uh, hit us up at skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com, Twitter at sct underscore pod, Facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial pod, Instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod, skip the tutorial podcast.com. Uh, you can go check that out if you want to uh, see the video and our beautiful faces. Um, other than that, man, you got anything else this week? Man, uh, no, I don't, man. Just, I can't even think anything. Space Jam weekend. Space Jam. <laughs> uh, what's the three on the IDMB BDD? Uh, never trust a big button to smile. That's right. The girl is poison. I know that comes up every now and then, but we always got to remind people of that. Um, are you going to watch Black Widow? Uh, yeah, eventually. I'm probably going to wait till it's free. Right. That's, just That's what me. I was saying too, but I don't know. Or I'll wait. cast it. Or I'll cast it from my iPhone to my TV. Says the person who bought a spent eighty dollars on a garbage pail kids uh, tape. But that's the story. I never said I was a. Good, That's all I got, man. We leave. I never said I was a normal human being. <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all have a good night. I mean, look, none of us are. It's a purge forever. And at that point, I'm going to steal me one of these motherfucking decks. That's what I really wanted to say. But I said politically correct shit to be like, oh, yeah, I like it. But I'm just waiting for the purge forever to kick off. And then I'm going to just go steal damn dick. Fuck it. And we'll survive. We just got to get a, a, a fucking safe house first. We'll do it. That's my last little crazy, crazy rant to end this thing off and waste folks' time. But yeah, as, as we say always, like you say, stay humble. As we always say, stay humble. Stay humble, yes. Good night, Cambodia. <laughs>